Hi, my name is Brad Constantine, and this is a podcast of the New Testament. I'll be using as the text the King James Version, along with the Joseph Smith Translation. Although this is not an official recording of the Church of Jesus Christ of Latter-day Saints, every effort's been made to be as doctrinally accurate as possible. I'll also be using quotes from general authorities of the Church, the Apostles and Prophets, and BYU professors and others, and uh, every word out of the Scriptures themselves. So if you're ready for a really detailed analysis of the New Testament, you've come to the right place. Welcome. Hey there, welcome back. This will be for 1 Corinthians chapter 2. I'll read the heading. The gospel is preached by the power of the Spirit. The Spirit reveals all things to the saints. The unregenerated natural man cannot receive the things of the Spirit of God. Verse 1, And I, brethren, when I came to you, came not with excellency of speech or of wisdom, declaring unto you the testimony of God. For I determined not to know anything among you, save, save Jesus Christ and him crucified. And I was with you in weakness and in fear and in much trembling. And my speech and my preaching was not with enticing words or persuasive words of man's wisdom, but in demonstration of the Spirit and of power, that your faith should not stand in the wisdom of men, but in the power of God. The gospel is only preached in one effective way, by the power of the Spirit. In a revelation of Joseph Smith, God commanded his ministers, If ye receive not the Spirit, ye shall not teach. Then he gave them this promise, As ye shall lift up your voices by the Comforter, ye shall speak and prophesy, as seemeth me good. For behold, the Comforter knoweth all things, and beareth record of the Father and of the Son. Verse 6, Howbeit we speak wisdom among them that are perfect, yet not the wisdom of this world, nor of the princes of this world that come to naught. But we speak the wisdom of God in a mystery, even in the hidden wisdom which God ordained before the world into our glory, unto our glory, which none of the princes of this world knew. For had they known it, they would not have crucified the Lord of glory. But as it is written, I hath not seen, nor ear heard, neither have entered into the heart of man the things which God hath prepared for them that love him. Revelation is for everyone in the church. Thus saith the Lord to every member of this church, I, the Lord, am merciful and gracious unto those who fear me, and delight to honor those who serve me in righteousness and in truth unto the end. Great shall be their reward, and eternal shall be their glory. And to them will I reveal all mysteries, they all the hidden mysteries of my kingdom from days of old and for ages to come. Will I make known unto them the good pleasure of my will concerning all things pertaining to my kingdom? Yea, even the words of the wonders of eternity shall they know, and things to come will I show them, even the things of many generations. And their wisdom shall be great, and their understanding reach to heaven, and before them the wisdom of the wise shall perish, and the understanding of the prudent shall come to naught. For by my spirit will I enlighten them, and by my power will I make known unto them the secrets of my will. Yea, even those things which eye has not seen, nor, yet, nor ear heard, nor yet entered into the heart of man. Joseph Smith said, God hath not revealed anything to Joseph, but what he will make known unto the twelve, and even the least saint may know all things, as fast as he is able to bear them. Elder Maxwell said, We are not now ready for all things the Lord has prepared for in the city of God for them that love him. Our present eyes are unready for things which they have not yet seen, and our ears are not prepared for the transcending sounds and music of that city. The trek will be proving and trying. Faith, patience, and obedience are essential. But he who completes the journey successfully will be immeasurably added upon, and he who does not have subtracted from the sum of his possibilities. When we arrive home, we shall be weary and bruised, but at last our aching homesickness will cease. Meanwhile, our mortal homecomings are but faint foreshadowings of that homecoming. Verse 10, But God hath revealed them unto us by his Spirit, for the Spirit searcheth all things, yea, the deep things of God. What man knoweth the things of a man, save the spirit of a man, which is in him? Even so, the things of God knoweth no man, except he has the spirit of God. 
Now we have received not the spirit of the world, but the spirit which is of God, that we might know the things that are freely given to us of God. We can never comprehend the things of God and of heaven except by revelation. Verse 13, which things also we speak, not in the words which man's wisdom teacheth, but which the Holy Ghost teacheth, comparing spiritual things with spiritual. Bruce R. McConkie taught, pure religion is a thing of the spirit and not of the intellect alone, and its truths must be carried into the hearts of hearers by the power of the spirit. Otherwise, the human soul is not changed, and the seeker after salvation does not become alive in Christ. 14. But the natural man, the natural man is an enemy to God and has been from the fall of Adam and will be forever and ever unless he yields to the enticings of the Holy Spirit. But the natural man receiveth not the things of the Spirit of God, for they are foolishness unto him, neither can he know them, because they are spiritually discerned. The man who neglects the whisperings of the Spirit will never understand the salient truths of the universe. Joseph Fielding Smith said, Only by the aid of the Holy Ghost and through obedience to the principles of the gospel will a man eventually attain to the knowledge of all truth. In other words, those who will not make their lives conform in every particular to the divine life, who will, who will not adjust their lives through faith and repentance and obedience to all divine law, will never be in a position to comprehend truth in its fullness. 15. But he that is spiritual judgeth all things, yet he himself is judged of no man. For who hath known the mind of the Lord, that he may instruct him? But we have the mind of Christ. Joseph Smith taught that the Father and the Son possess the same mind, the same wisdom, glory, power, and fullness, and that all those who keep his commandments shall grow up from grace to grace and become heirs of the heavenly kingdom and join heirs with Jesus Christ, possessing the same mind, being transformed into the same image or likeness, even the express image of him who fills all in all, being filled with the fullness of his glory and become one in him even as the Father, Son, and Holy Ghost are one. And that was on the, in the lectures on faith. So that's the end of the chapter, and we will see you next time. Bye.